Hello you guys, it's Katie and welcome back to another episode of Crime and Crochet. In today's episode, we're going to be covering the case of Carl Tanzelier, and you may also know this case as being referred to as the real-life corpse bride, but with that, let's just get straight into this case. Carl Tanzelier, which I hope I'm saying his last name right, but anyway, he was born on February 8th of 1877 in Germany and he was reportedly studying weather patterns in Austria in 1910 where he stayed until the end of World War One. and when he came home he married and had two children in 1920 and his family immigrated to Zephyr Hills, Florida which actually isn't too far from where I live. But then he abandoned his position there and he went to Key West, Florida, which is quite a ways away. And he became a radiologist technician at the U.S. Marine Hospital there. In 1931, a Cuban-American woman by the name of Helen came to the hospital where Carl was working and reportedly this was his dream woman so he immediately was attracted to her and she was born in Key West in 1909 so quite a bit younger than him. She was the daughter of a cigarette maker and a homemaker and was raised in a large family and was brought to the hospital by her mother because she was ill. And turns out she had tuberculosis at the time. Since this was the early 1900s, tuberculosis was still considered a fatal disease, but Carl still tried to give her all kinds of medicines and treatments, but despite his best efforts, she did end up passing away in October of 1931. Now, he was absolutely heartbroken because he felt like this was the love of his life, even though he had just met her and only been treating her for a short time. At the hospital, he was still buying her all types of pricey gifts and treating her really well because apparently this was his dream woman. So when she passed away, he was completely heartbroken and of course, so was her family. With... Helen's family's permission after her death, Carl purchased a mausoleum in the Key West Cemetery for her remains to be placed, and he also hired a mortician to prepare the body before locking her inside. And what her family did not know is that Carl would be the only one with the keys to go inside the mausoleum, so he would quickly start to take advantage of this privilege and he would begin visiting her every night for nearly two years and then that habit stopped abruptly after he lost his job for reasons that are unknown and the family did find this suspicious but they didn't really have any other reasons to suspect anything bad so they just went on with their lives in april of 1933 he removed Helen's body and 
took her to his home instead. This way, I guess, so he did not have to visit her every night and she was just there with him. And when he did this, he was, of course, left with the task of maintaining her corpse. So apparently he had a makeshift laboratory that he had made out of an old airplane and he did a bunch of DIY tricks to try and preserve her body and keep her intact and he would even try to use hangers to stabilize her skeleton frame. He would try to put different type of plasters and stuff to maintain her eyes and replace her eyes with glass eyes or something like that. All kinds of just complicated stuff to try to preserve her body to where she looked lifelike, I guess. He also did things like stuffing rags inside her corpse to try to keep her body the same shape. He used perfumes and disinfectants and stuff like that to try to cover up the odor of the rotting body and he even put like wax on her face to make her look alive different stuff like that he even dressed her up with dresses gloves jewelry placed her in his bed and he did all of this for seven years before he got caught so after many reports of him going into local stores and buying women's clothing and perfume and a local boy even saying that he saw Carl dancing with a giant doll through his window, after all those reports, Helen's family started to suspect that something was wrong with this situation. In 1940, Helen's sister got in contact with the authorities, and herself and the authorities went to his house and found that this life-size doll was, in fact, not a doll, but the body of Helen that he had stolen from her gravesite. So he was arrested for grave robbing, and actually... They tried to charge him, he even went to court and everything, but since he had had the body in his home for seven years, the statute of limitations was already up on this case, so they couldn't do anything about charging him, so he was free to go, which is absolutely crazy. I hope they have changed that since then, but the even crazier part to me was that her body was left on display at the local funeral home where nearly 7,000 people came to see her corpse for themselves. And after all those people had came to see her, they finally laid her body to rest in an unmarked grave in the Key West Cemetery. So thank goodness now she can be at peace and nobody knows which grave is even hers so they can't go visit it even if they want to. So as I said, Carl was able to just go free after his trial because of the statute of limitations being up so he lived out his life by himself in his home until 1952 when he died and his body was discovered about three weeks after his passing. Of course, since he lived alone, he was not found for a long time, 
but that is the end of this story really really creepy and definitely i understand why they call this the real life corpse bride but with that we're going to get into this week's crochet pattern now for this week's crochet pattern we actually have two one is the frog pattern and the second is the rainbow keychain pattern both by yarns and spades and you can find these patterns available on their website so the frog pattern is a paid pattern but the rainbow keychain is a free no sew pattern so if you guys are interested in checking that out their instagram account is at yarns and spades but also as normal i will post pictures on my instagram page which is at crime and crochet so if you guys are interested in checking out the crochet pattern that i shout out the sources from this episode pictures from this episode and just more information on the podcast you can always check out at crime and crochet on instagram to get more information thank you so much for listening to this episode of crime and crochet i hope you have enjoyed if you did the best way you can help me out is leaving a five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening on and if you guys want to check out more information such as the crochet pattern i shouted out in this episode the case my sources and more information on the podcast you can check out at crime and crochet on instagram And if you want some more crime and crochet related content, you can also check out the Reddit page that I started for the podcast, r slash crime and crochet. With that, I hope you guys will tune in to the next episode next Saturday of crime and crochet and make sure that you are staying safe out there so you don't become one of these victims that we talk about each week. And with that, goodbye y'all.